have a confession. What's your confession? I didn't buy anything on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Ooh. Did you? No. I'm, I was proud of myself. That's, I'm not like tempted out like you are. Oh man, when those deals start coming into my email, mm. where it's like 20% off, 25% off, it's like I will find something to buy. Um, Here's the thing with that, is that I hate getting spammy emails. Mm. So I don't have a ton of, I'm not on a lot of lists. Yeah. I'm on list for Alaska Airlines, and that's about it. And they're always sending me those cyber deals. Mm-hmm. 50 bucks, one way ticket. Did you buy? No. Are you going to like Las Vegas? It, they're always like random It's always places. like random, exactly. Reno. And then I'll look up, oh, maybe I want to go to LA. And then it's like a little bit more. It's a. It's not a terrible deal, but it's not that 49 bucks that they're advertising. Yeah, it's like, you know? well, I don't want to go to Spokane for $49. Exactly. And then it's like, oh, you can travel on like Wednesday at 3 a.m. for that price. Like, um, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Thanks. Um, Hi, y'all. How's it going, everybody? Out there in Listen Land. Post Black Friday, plus Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We have a solid three weeks left before the, Christmas. Oh, yeah. Before the holidays. Am I allowed to say before Christmas? Before Why not? holiday time? I don't know. People, people out here are trying to get offended people by are things. People are sensitive about things. It's like, They're sensitive. They, and that's okay. They can be sensitive, but don't... I mean, Christmas is a real thing. It's a thing. Christmas? There's a day. Is it? It's a date. <laughs> we, we know about it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> hi, guys. Welcome back to The Gripe. That's Allison. And that's Kai. We're, we're practicing our NPR uh, podcast voice. Are, yeah. How did you eat on Thanksgiving? Did you overdo it? Um, I was full, but I... <laughs> I didn't feel like I was busting at the seams. I feel like you guys do it right. Because it's just like the three of you. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like, you know, we like to overdo it. It doesn't matter how many people. If it's just me, I'm making all the food. I'm making that whole turkey. I'm making the taters. So did you overdo it? We did not. Well, actually, I'll get the till later. Um, I didn't overdo it. Um, in terms of consumption? Yeah. No. No. See, when it's just the three of us, then we're all just making our, our must-haves, yeah. which is great. Right. But we went to a restaurant this year. You knew that. I think that's everyone's doing that thing. Krista went to a restaurant this year, too. Okay, so you know two people. Now everybody's doing I it. I just feel like it's a thing. <laughs> um, it's either that. It's, it's People just don't enjoy the process anymore. Oh, I disagree. Because we did birth giving, we didn't feel like we needed to do it twice. Oh, yeah, that's, that's why true. we went to the restaurant. Got it. What'd you have? Um, it was it was better than what I imagined. Because uh-huh. um, they did turkey, and then they also did king salmon. Oh. Which is my favorite kind of salmon. Mm. And so that's what I had. I didn't even have turkey. Got it. I just had fish. Mm-hmm. And then, like, stuffing and sweet potatoes and, you know, green bean casserole. Yeah. They tried to make it bougie. It was, it was good. But the, mushy, the mushy salty kind is better. No. You know how I feel about it. I know how you feel about it. So, yeah, we all enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Except they tried to charge um, Charlotte $20. <gasps> for what? For, like, going down the buffet line. Stop. And I was Y'all like, fought that? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, she didn't eat anything. She didn't even eat dessert. Uh-huh. So you need to take that off. Like, yeah, I tried to get her to eat something, but she didn't. Right. And so, I ate it. So there. <laughs> yeah, so she didn't no. touch a thing. They took it off. Um, I was like, no, yeah, not today, goes. Satan. Get behind me. <laughs> get behind me. Um, so I think we had, like, a very large feast planned. 
We did. But the thing is, we burned to the dishes. Which that is, is a damn shame. But tell everybody what happened. With what, how it happened? Yeah. Tell everybody what the directions were for cooking. Oh, yeah. So, you guys, so I love uh, America's Test Kitchen. It's like this tried and true recipe company. And they have videos, and I love to follow them and watch their shows. Um, and we were trying out smashed potatoes for the first time this year. And, like, Jeff loves to accuse me of doing the trendy thing. Well, you, yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, and so that's what happened. So we tried the smashed <laughs> potatoes thing. And the instructions called for you boiling potatoes first, right? Putting the smash on them, and you finish them in the oven, okay? It seems simple enough, yeah. But the instructions, as they laid it out, had the oven at 500 degrees. That is just crazy town. And I was like, and I feel like I double and triple checked that temperature. And they're like, yeah, that's what it is. Also tell them how long. For an hour. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. Like, I mean, it's common sense, right? Like, Even I know that that would burn those potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down here, okay? I'm in the fetal position and you're kicking me. I'm kicking you. you. Totally. <laughs> and I just wanted to trust... America's test no, kitchen. No, I understand because I would want to trust it too. I would. And they let me down on the, on this one. It was not good. Is there somebody we can email or a phone number that we can call? They're on the gram, so I should just like yeah, leave a comment. Yeah. <laughs> but Make those a things, new account. You guys, it was black and smoking, and I was like, oh, okay, that's done. <laughs> it's, it's over. I can't have that. <laughs> it is ruined. And so uh, then, what did Jeff say? Did he kick you when you were down too? Um. Or- yes, he was like. He would just point out facts. Like, that seems crazy hot and crazy long for these potatoes. I was like, I know, but I just wanted to trust <laughs> And should be told we forgot about them, too. You know? Yeah, because you were doing other things. You doing other check things. Check on them. Right. And the thing is, and I've learned this, is like, you must take responsibility for your own dish. It's like a top chef thing <laughs> that I'm talking about. Okay, so how did you take responsibility for it? Well, I didn't. That's oh, because thing. you left them unattended. And, I, and he put them in. You know what I mean? And so I was like, oh, maybe he's got... And maybe he's got it. Exactly. But ain't nobody got no it. No one got it. Mm. And then those potatoes... Those bitches burn. I to go into the trash. Into the trash. Well, they sat on the stove for a while. Because I wanted to like, show myself like the pain of like, this is what you get. This is what not you did. <laughs> taking responsibility did you take a picture of for them? your dish. I did not. That's too much shame. <laughs> um, and the same thing happened to our roasted butternut squash I mean, dish. WTF, bro. I know. But it's okay, because we had, those are like some extra stuff. And then Jeff like whipped up some mashed potatoes and it was fine. Um, How many folks were there? It was just five of us. Um, the three brothers, my two brothers, um, Kim, and then little baby Dorothy. Cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. Um, yeah, and like there was plenty of leftovers, you know, mm-hmm. which we, we like to have. Yeah. I ended up throwing a lot of that turkey away from Aaron's you did? birth giving. Oh. So I'll yeah. need to like give that stuff out. Well, I've got that home. stuff I need to give to you. What? The drippings. Didn't oh. you want it? Did I want that? I don't know. I've got some okay. in my freezer. Oh, it's in your freezer. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're sitting on your counter still. No, it's in my freezer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I have a couple things I want to talk about today. What happened? So have you heard of a man from Arizona named Dennis Dickey? 
Does that name ring a bell with you? It does not. Have I had him? Okay, well, we hate him. Okay. (laughs) Listen to what he did. He was doing one of those terrible gender reveals in Arizona. I saw this headline, but I didn't believe it. And he's a U.S. Border Patrol agent. Uh These are the people out here protecting borders. Yes. Listen to what he did. So he did a gender reveal, and it was like he used an explosive powder. Uh Uh-huh. And it caught fire, and it burned 45,000 acres. That is insane. It's massive. So we... How did things go wrong? Do you know? I mean, why would you choose to do something explosive in Arizona? Like, what was he exploding? Like, was he... You know what I'm saying? The Huffington Post article didn't go into that much detail. That's nuts. So... So he did this ridiculous gender reveal, which we think is our... It's abhorrent anyways. Yeah, we hate those. Go back and And listen to our mother ones. (laughs) And then something caught fire. And, and, then it, and then it spread like wildfire. Because it was wildfire. It was literally wildfire. It spread like a literal, actual wildfire for 45,000 acres. And um, he pled guilty. Oh, he did. So he's on five years probation, I guess, for starting fires. Okay. Or Is he in jail, though? Maybe he shouldn't procreate anymore. He's on five years probation. He's not allowed to have any more kids. Um <laughs> <laughs> And he had to pay $220,000 in restitution, which, I don't know, you just, like, slowly pay that back? That's a large sum of money. I know, right? Like a debt. I mean, what do you do, like, $5 a month? $20,000 for the rest of your life. Exactly, and then it ends. Um, Anyway, it's a boy, in case anybody was wondering. (laughs) My God. I mean, come on, bro. We hate you. I mean, but is. (laughs) I love that people are trying to, like, up the ante on gender real no, parties. No, guys, literally nobody cares. <laughs> like, the only people that care what the gender is of your baby are the grandparents. That was exactly. Yeah. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, if you're having a gender reveal party in 2019, like, just say no. <laughs> Make that your resolution to not do that anymore. <laughs> I get so mad about it. I can tell. People that, like, rent out halls to, like, have a gender reveal party. Why? Hates. That's, who does, who does that? You got too much money and too much time on your hands. You're just bored. <laughs> trying to do something for the gram. <laughs> trying to get that gram flex. <laughs> <laughs> Any damn way. Um, it's been one year since Matt Lauer was fired. Oh, has it? Yeah. Came up on uh, people.com today. <laughs> Really? He's in the middle of a $100 million re- divorce. <laughs> Gender reveal party? Um, <laughs> that much, huh? Yeah. Homeboy had money. I know. Is he fighting it? No. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, I read that his wife is going to get $20 million and maybe the horse farm or something. Mm. I don't know. But he... Imagine that's like the priority. I want the horse farm. Oh, I think that is her priority <laughs> for sure. Um, But... Sources close to Matt say that he's not looking for like a big comeback, but he is bored as bored AF uh-huh. because he's just used to being busy and now he doesn't do anything. She misses that the camera light on him. A couple of months ago, you know how Facebook does that time hop thing? What does that mean? Where it like brings up things that you posted in the past oh, like, yeah. as a memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a picture of Matt Lauer, like one time when I was in New York and I went to the Today Show. Oh, it was, was a picture you took of him? It was a picture I took oh. of him. And I was like, memories. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> a little stab in your heart. Well, I, then I started to feel guilty that I ever liked him, but I can't feel guilty. No, I didn't know. I didn't know. He was my little TV personality crush. <laughs> 
Everybody liked him. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Anyway. Um, have you heard of the whole Dolce and Gabbana kerfuffle? No. It's kind of a thing. Um, I know they dress Melania pretty often. Right. And they're loud and proud about it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, back off. Yeah, so they were... I, I, it's so weird because, like, you know, you're in fashion and... I don't know. I think fashion can, you know, brings up more pro- progressive people and ideas. But they got in trouble several years back when they talked about, like, um, kids being adopted by gay couples. And they said it's wrong and they need a uh, mom and a dad. But are they not gay themselves? Exactly. Okay. So it was totally weird. And Alan John came out and said, "Yeah, I remember this. I remember messed this. up. Whatever." Um, so they, so they've sort of been not cool for a while in a lot of people's eyes, right? Um, but I think they they've lasted. Um, they were trying to do a brand rollout in China um, as a luxury brand like Hermes and whatever. Um, and they had this whole thing planned out. They had this uh, fashion show that had like 300 models, you know, and all these influencers were going to be in the front row and all these celebrities. And then it came out that it was a video. Oh, yeah, so no, it was um, a commercial that they put out for this, this fashion show. And I don't know if it's three different commercials or one commercial that had three different segments, but in it, there is an Asian female model eating oh, Lord. pizza, I'm cringing. spaghetti, and a cannoli with chopsticks. And she's like, you know, geisha hand. <laughs> and I guess there's like a, I watched the video and I can't understand it, obviously, because it's in Chinese. But there's like a male narrator who, you know, she's like eating and he says at one point, is it too huge for you? <gasps> um, and so people were incensed about like really like she's eating pizza with chopsticks like that's so stupid that's so trite Mm -hmm. you know like what is the are you trying to be funny like what's the point of that Mm -hmm. um and so there was a whole uh boycott dng hashtag that's been going around Mm -hmm. um but that wasn't the worst part of it the worst part was that someone got into there's one of them, Dolce Gabbana, that is more of an asshole. And they got into his Instagram, and he was talking about... He equated Chinese culture with a shit emoji. And so that got... Yeah, and so everyone has, like... Oh, my Lord. They're over it. And yeah. they pulled DNG from their shelves. The fashion is canceled. Um, they will not be a luxury brand in China, even though they want to be. So but, they can't be sold in China? No, no one will do it. They can be, but but people are like, no, you've offended us, and we hate you. Goodbye. Gotcha. Yeah, so a bunch of models have pulled out. I mean, that's a yeah, that's a big market to just. It's come. they spent trillions of dollars on luxury items mm-hmm. last year, so of course you want to get in on that. Yeah. But y'all fucked up, and then so they had to, <laughs> they had they did a mea culpa, and they did a minute and a half oh, video. Oh, too bad. Exactly saying they're no. so sorry. We ain't, no, we are not having that. <laughs> Isn't that redunk? Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck you guys. In that same vein, um, this story actually Aaron sent to me this morning, which is so funny and ridiculous. But Payless Shoe Stores mm-hmm. did a promo event in Santa Monica where they had they took over an old Armani store and they 
named themselves Palesi, P-A-L-E-S-S-I. Uh-huh. Little fan words. Yes. Okay. And they invited a bunch of fashion influencers to this event. Did they not know that it was a Payless? They did not know. But there was, it was Payless products in the store. Payless products in the store. Oh, okay. $20 pumps, $40 boots, and they sold them to these fashion influencers mm-hmm. for 200 to $600. <gasps> Within a matter of hours, they had thousands in sales. Uh-huh. And at the end of it, they were like, these shoes are actually Payless. These sneakers are, are actually Payless. Uh-huh. And they refunded all the influencers they did? their money. Wow. Because this was a, it was a, it's a play. It was a stint. Uh-huh. Like marketing. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make Stunt these queens. commercials. <laughs> but like, come on. <laughs> Isn't that good? Is it good or is it? Sad. Yeah. It's good and sad. There's there's like a lot. There's Glad, a lot of layers of Glad, mad, <laughs> All the feels. Yes. <laughs> so, and I'm wondering. Because if you're an influencer, do you feel like a fucking idiot? You have you to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. And then I'm like, would I have been taking it on that? Because you know I love a brand. I like right. a logo. And I'm like. But it was a Palessi. Right? I know, but. Who is it though? You know these people are, are trying to like at the get shoe? in the new shit. Uh-huh. But, like, I am hoping that I would be able to tell the difference between, like, like your leather like, like, oh, I have taste. Like, do I like that? If yeah. I do, then I'll buy it for whatever I think it's worth. Right? But, like, if what you're... What if I don't? <laughs> exactly. It's, if... What is that? Um, the king and the invisible clothes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That old tale. <laughs> that, old, that old, yeah. Anyway, sorry, uh, sorry, fashion The Ember's new clothes, yeah. Influenzas. Mm, that's gnarly. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a funny story. I'm kind of hurt by that. I love it. <laughs> um, what else is happening? Those are my my top three things: Matt Lauer, Palessi, and the Ding Dong in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I have pie on my list. I'm not sure why I brought pie up. <laughs> Did you have some pie over the holiday? I just had pumpkin pie on your Costco. Day. Yeah. Yeah. They did a whole story on the news about pumpkin pie at Costco. Really? Yeah. Because it's so good? People be loving that shit. Yeah, it's good. There's like Facebook fan groups about it. Yeah. Because it's $5.99 and it feeds like 20 people. It's big. Yeah. It was delicious. I had it for the first time. I can't believe you never had it before. No, I don't And I know you were skeptical. You were skeptical. Well, the best pumpkin pie I've ever had was um, at a place called Russell's in Wallingford. It's a little bar. I've been there with Sarah. With some food, yeah. yeah. Um, and they had pumpkin pie on the menu, and we loved it so much. We were like, can you make one for us this Thanksgiving? That was like a few years ago. And it was so good. And the woman reluctantly did so. Like, we had to like twist your arm and like beg, and eventually gave us her card. That um, was, it was great. But we had pumpkin pie this year as well. And it was not that good. And Kim, who made it, will tell you the same thing. I'm about to say. Uh, no. <laughs> Are you allowed to say this? So she started with one recipe and realized, oh, that's the wrong recipe, and try to fix it. Oh. Um, so what was wrong with it? It was just the consistency was a little soupy. Mm-hmm. Um, the flavor was fine. But here's the thing, is that the pecan pie she made and the apple pie out of this world. So you uh, had three pies on Thanksgiving? She always makes three pies, at least. 
Yeah. And you talk about how you didn't overdo it. Lies. I had little slices. <laughs> they were tiny little baby slices. Lies. Um, but these were magnificent. You know, I'm not a pie person. I'm not a sweet person. But I, I, that's my brand. You know that with your face. Um, but these were so great. Like, she outdid herself this time. Okay. Yeah, despite the, the sad pumpkin. The other ones exceeded our expectations. Um, so, good job, Kim. Good job. Um... So Thanksgiving happens, mm-hmm. and you camped out, did the Black Friday thing with everyone else. Shut up! <laughs> I told, I just told everybody at the beginning that I didn't buy anything. Not online. I didn't buy anything in in real life either. We went to Target the day after. Why? It was calm. It was fine. Uh-oh. It was just a regular day. That's not good for them. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah. It was like any, any ordinary you day. You didn't see anybody like hit any, hit any people upside no, the head with TVs? No. No crackpots on the heads. None of that stuff. It was totally chill. Um, well, that's a nice segue. Exactly. See how I set that up? Yeah. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Did you practice that? No, but like your reaction was like, no, I told everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that was me segueing into our main Well, thing. it wouldn't be me if I didn't exactly. have an attitude. Exactly. A sassitude. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking about retail gripes. Because we were like, can you imagine having to work on Black Friday or that weekend? I always enjoyed it. You did? hmm Like, I barely enjoyed any time working in retail. Yeah. So, I was just imagining having to work Black Friday and cringing. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so both Kai and I have worked retail. So this is going to be gripes from working retail, but then also as a consumer yes. buying shit. Right. Because sometimes it's just fun to buy shit. Exactly. Um, so my first retail gig was at the mall when I was in high school. And I was technically, I don't know if it's retail, but I was a barista. Right. Yeah, at the coffee shop. Yeah. And, I mean, that was, like, my Food first service job retail. ever. Uh-huh. And so I was the youngest one there, and uh, I was in high school. I was a sophomore. And um, worked with a bunch of college kids from the University of South Carolina. Oh, me too. And they were so... There was one woman that was just so mean to me. Oh, really? Because... You looked up to them, though, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, like, loved them. And it... She was annoyed with me because I didn't, I didn't know how to stay busy. You know oh, what I right. mean? I was, I needed. She's like, you got time to lean. You got time to clean. Exactly. <laughs> I think she might have even said that to me. But it, you know, like you kind of have to get into yes. it. So I'd be like, I, I needed a lot of direction. Right. And she would get annoyed Real with me, and I with could you. tell. Uh-huh. She also had some mental health problems. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, we we didn't really like to work together too often. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but soon, I mean, I worked there all throughout high school. I was crushing up Oreos because, you know, <laughs> people, they, they have Oreos like, for what? Frappuccinos. We would make all sorts of like. So it's cold. Yeah, with oh, like Oreos okay. and Heath bars. Got it. I also gained a couple LBs because, <laughs> you know, I couldn't keep my hand out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the Oreos box. Oh yeah, just be patient with those. Now, here's the thing: high schoolers nowadays don't be patient with them because they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a high schooler in the '90s, and I was trying to make my no, five fifteen an eager hour. Eager to learn. I was. Yeah. Trying to make my Delia's money. <laughs> five fifteen an hour. I think it was something really sad. Oh, I get it. 
I get it. Um, so my first uh, retail job was at a place called Signal. I think I've talked about this before. Signal is spelled C-I-G-N-A-L. Why? It just says. I don't know. But see, and I think I asked you this before, but do you remember a place called Merry-Go-Round? Mm-hmm. Oh, you do? Buckle. And DJs? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know DJs, but I have the whole environment in my head. Got it. So Merry-Go-Round was the, um, the parent company. Okay. And so, you know how, like, there's Banana Republic, it's the higher end, and then Gap is and mid, then Old Navy, and then yeah. Old Navy. So this was, Miragorand was the higher end. No, no, Signal was the higher end. Miragorand um, was mid-level, and then um, DJ's was... Bargain basement? Well, it was just more trendy, you know, more disposable, mm-hmm. um, more casual. And so I worked at Signal. And, and the way I got that job was I was going to the mall every single week. And they asked you. And they, they're like, um, you're in here every week. Do you just want to work here? I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was in high school. I think it was like 16 or 17. Um, and I would drive my mom's car to work. And these people were like, like your people. They're like in college or beyond that and I was like these are the really cool kids they're so awesome (laughs) so I was like totally hypnotized by their style and you know just their coolness and one of the girls she had like short dark hair and she drove a green bug I was like yeah that's my girl um and yeah there was all not all but there was some commission with that and like I didn't know what I was doing I just like would try to talk people up and you know sell and the last day that I worked, um, there was a guy that came in. He was a huge, towering black guy. And I didn't think anything of it. And he came with like another guy. And he, I was wearing my cute outfit. And he was like, oh, what are you wearing? I was like, and I showed him what I was wearing because I bought it there. <laughs> and he bought the same outfit. He bought like $2,000 worth of stuff. He me. was like famous? He was a Green Bay Packer. Stop. Yeah. And he bought all this, these clothes for me. And I was like, cool. And then so when I got my last paycheck, it was the biggest paycheck I had ever received because of all that commission. That's so cool. Yeah. I've never worked on commission. <laughs> None of the places I worked had commission. Yeah. When I worked at Banana Republic, I was in charge. So I did that seasonally. This was The BR thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. So this was after I graduated from college and I was working at a mortgage firm and I wasn't making that much money. So I got um, like a night and weekend job uh-huh. in, at Banana Republic. And they didn't invite me to stay on after the holidays because I didn't sell one credit card. That's oh. What, that's what we were charged with doing. Damn. And I was like, but those credit cards are a bad deal. <laughs> They're like 20% interest. I can't do that in good faith. Oh my God, that's so funny. So, yeah, I got... I remember I I just met Aaron, and I went over to his apartment after I had gotten, like, the axe from Banana Republic, and I was like, I just got let go from Banana Republic. (laughs) Were you sad? I mean, it was was a little hit to the ego. Yeah, more than anything else. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I was rejected by someone I didn't like anyways. (laughs) Yeah. But at least I had a concrete reason. Right. Because I didn't sell any credit cards. <coughs> and that, that that went with my moral compass. Got it. <laughs> um, so I remember idolizing all my coworkers so much. Um, and then there was one day where like we were really busy and no one could go to lunch. And then it was my it was my break, so they let me go and I was like, you know, I was the youngest one to like go to lunch. 
Um, but they're like, but we're starving. Can you go to Burger King for us and get us lunch? So I did. And did they pay you back? Well, they gave me money. But I just remember like watching them like chowing down on like hamburgers and, and fish sandwiches in the back back of them like, oh, they're like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> you idolize them I, that much. That much. And and it was like it brought me down to reality. Like, oh, you're just like me. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Anything less of them. I was like, okay. That's so funny. Yeah. So how long did you work there? I worked there for maybe six months. But then the commute got crazy, you know? And the other part was I would spend every paycheck there. Mm. And that was like with all my retail jobs. Like wherever I was working, I loved it so much that I was like, I'd blow my paycheck on that place. So I know that you liked your coworkers. Yeah. And you liked the clothing. I sure did. What did you think about the actual retail part? Um, it felt effortless, meaning I didn't try. <laughs> I feel like that's how a lot of my, my jobs have been. It's like, if I like it and it feels natural, then I'll do it. But I have to, if it's like a job, then not so much. There, I actually liked it because it felt easy and natural. But the other places that I worked, uh, they felt like real hard retail jobs. Mm. Yeah, that's one of my gripes is I think that retail has this, um, there's a perception of retail that if you can't do anything else, you can do retail. Uh, that it's like easy and brainless. and It's hard. Well, I think that it's just like any other job. Yeah. Um, where there you have people that are good at it and you have people that are bad at it. Right, right, But, right. like, I personally loved retail. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I miss it. The only thing I don't miss about it is the schedule. Yes. Um, but, like, if, you know, anything happened here, I wouldn't hesitate to, like, go back in and mm. managing a store or doing something like that. I think I'm good at it. Um Mostly because I, retail is just like reading people, and you know I'm psychic and, <laughs> and I can read people and tell She's like here to shop. when they want help uh-huh. and when they don't want help. Yeah. So, but you know, remember I told you that like I'd be offended because I would always I would dress up to go to the mall mm-hmm. and I'd walk into stores and if no one asked me if they wanted uh, if I wanted help, I would be offended. Really? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and I would say no, I'm just looking. <laughs> That's all they wanted, just the acknowledgement that, oh, you see me. That's funny. Yeah, it's a cry for help in the dark. <laughs> Speaking of the schedule, though, like, it bothered me the most because you wouldn't know what your schedule was. Like, we didn't have regular hours at most of the places that, that I worked. It's like the manager would let you know what your schedule was for the week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That always drove me crazy. I like, um, I like consistency, you know? Yeah. Well... We, let's see, I'm trying to remember because it's been such a long time since I've had to like put out a schedule for anybody. But it would be like, I think we were required to do it like two weeks in advance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, people would be like up in arms. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to know what my schedule is, which I don't blame them. Right. So. Bizarre. I don't know. But there is something about like, uh, it's so funny in retail. Like, everybody loves to open because they, they get off early. So, like, you get into a store, like, at 7 Uh a.m., and you do all the pre-opening stuff for the mall opens at 9. People like that shift because they're not actually having to deal with customers for two hours that they're working. So, opening shifts are 
where it's at. I see. Now, a closing shift, it's okay because you still, you know, you have to, you close. But uh-huh. then here's one, one of my other gripes. Like, if your hours are till 9 p.m., mm-hmm. don't be closing up the shop at 8.30. I can't even tell you how this, how relatable this is. <laughs> we actually agree on something. <laughs> Let me segue real quick. So, let's go back to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Thanksgiving, we always make a turkey pho with yes. the leftovers. And so when you have pho, we have to have bean sprouts, right? And bean sprouts cost nothing. But we didn't have any. So we found a store that was open for 30 more minutes. Jeff and I booked it to the store. We got there with 10 minutes to spare. So it was like uh, 4.51, okay. Um, we go th- There's three doors to get through. First one is wide open. Second one, it's a sliding uh, automatic door and it's locked. It's, it hasn't opened. So Jeff, puts his fingers between the doors, pries that bitch open, and then gets through. <laughs> so then there's a third door. And that one, he tries the same thing, and it's locked. The alarm goes off. Oh, no. Things start flashing. <laughs> and then so we back off. He sneaks into the exit, buys 79 cents worth of bean sprouts, and we bounce. <laughs> but they closed early. Yeah. They That's were, not okay. They were trying to get out of there. They were. No. I wholeheartedly agree with you and like <laughs> I understand that people that work in retail are trying to leave they are I yes. 100% exactly. get that but if you're going to again if you're going to be open till 5 honor what th- it says on your on the sign yeah yeah one time I was at the Chateau St. Michelle winery uh-huh. and I was trying to do a wine tasting and it was 4.50 exact same scenario mm-hmm. and they closed at five and they're like we're not going to be able to do all five pours for you or whatever mm-hmm. and i was like that's fine just do a couple but like i can drink wine fast mm-hmm. <laughs> i can do all five pours in 10 minutes, in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not calling it tasting i'm calling it a gulping <laughs> i know i like it i don't even need to swish but it's true though i feel like if you're like in food service, then at least say last seating at whatever time, mm-hmm. right? Because if I'm, if you say you're up until five and someone comes in at four fifty nine, then they deserve full service. If you're mad about it, change your hours. You know what I mean? I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. <laughs> don't get an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you close at five for a meal, then I think the last seating should be at like. Or 15. They should say that. Okay. Don't you think? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, if I'm going to a restaurant at 8.59, I don't expect them to seat me. You do? Mm, I wouldn't do it. That's just me, though. But you got opinions about it. I do. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like don't start breaking shit down, you know. Like, if you're going to serve people, serve them the whole way through and don't rush them out. Yeah. You know? See, That's the worst like, we would start closing when the store was still open. We would, like, you know, close down a register, but we'd leave, like, one open, and uh-huh. we'd start sweeping. To yeah. me, that's just efficient. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. But don't be like, we turned the ovens off, you know. Correct. Yeah, too bad. Um, what's your next place? What do you mean, my next place? Oh, whatever. What's your next gripe? Um, these are retail workers that try to offer me suggestions of things that I might like. Mm. 
And then I have to be like, I love that. Ooh, <laughs> I have to hide the disdain uh-huh. and disgust on my face. At why in the world would you think I wanted to wear that? When did this start happening? Like, how old are you when people start suggesting things? Probably not until I was in my 30s. Mm. It mostly happens at Nordstrom. Uh, they always are, like, putting things in the fitting room for you. Mm-hmm. And I usually never like it. But oh. I don't think that they did it when I was too young because I probably didn't look like I had any money. See, they did that to me right away. When you were younger? When I was young. Now yeah. have they stopped? Because I don't go to the malls anymore. Yeah. So I, I remember walking into a store, DJs. It was the cool, hip, trendy one. And um, looking through some stuff, and this girl came up to me. She's like, how about this one instead? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I bought that bitch. Really? <laughs> I did. So you like the suggestions. I did. Well, I mean, up to a point. And then I was like, oh, you're just trying to sell me shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because that was like the first time I'd, I'd encountered that. Uh, but I liked the attention, you know. But then after that, I was like, oh, you don't know my style, so back off. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm just offended. <laughs> I'm like, seriously? Yeah, this is reading matronly to me. So, no. <laughs> There's only one person, and I have made him my friend. The guy in Charleston that, oh, yeah, I, sure. that I tell you about. Yeah. Um, I like suggestions from him. Literally the only person on the planet <laughs> that has been able to look at me and kind of see what see what my vibe was. He reads your style correctly. Yes. Mm. And he suggested two things for me that I literally never would have picked up. Mm. But then when I saw it on myself, you're like, oh. I was like, oh, I'm, I look I'm like a feeling this. I'm looking like a snack, feeling myself. Walked out of the store with those things. Somehow he got my phone number. I'm not sure how. Like, he is good at his job, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends was like, does that freak you out that he texts you? And I'm like, no, it doesn't, because he's my friend now. Mm -hmm. And I text him. He texts me. Nice. (laughs) Is it beyond retail stuff? No, it's 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 professional. Got it. Yeah, I mean, I might text him a meme. If it's funny (laughs) and it has something to do with clothes. I'm not above sending a meme. That's funny. Um, so after Signal, my next retail job was at at uh, this place called Old Navy. Maybe you've heard of it. I've never heard of it. Um, and this was at the Mall of America. Listen, the only thing you can get from Old Navy is Christmas pajamas. Yeah, it's, it was not a cute job. That, I, I can't even believe you even worked there. I mean, I was... shock was, and awe. I was in college. I needed that cash. Yeah. Okay. I needed it. Okay. Um, and who didn't love a carpenter jean back in the day? Oh, my God. That's how long ago it was, you guys. <laughs> you just had to have those packets. Oh, my God. It was crazy. Because you know how big those stores are. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the so messy. The amount of folding. You were sitting folding for days and days and days. The one thing I loved about it was that they gave me a headset. <laughs> so you, I felt like Janet Jackson. Did you feel- that's it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, and that was like the time where, where like, you know, they were like so hyped about everything that stays and works an extra, you know, four hours today will give you 15 cent raise. <laughs> and, was, and people were like, were into it. They were all excited about that shit. Well, maybe they needed. I know. know, but I'm just saying, like, that's how long ago. And that's how, like, desperate I was in that retail world. You know? Yeah. Um, but that was like intense because you're there's so many people coming in, um, and you have to know where things are, you know, and 
it was just a lot to handle. You know? Yeah. When you don't, don't really care about it. How long did you last? Oh, God, like a summer. Oh, wow, that's a long time. Oh, really? <laughs> Three months? I was expecting, like, two weeks. I and don't think like, I could handle Old Navy longer than two shifts. Yeah. You know, they gave a cute discount that you could use at the Gap and at Banana as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next is that awkward interaction with other people when you're both trying to look at the same thing. Oh, I never had that. What? That's you, though. Because I like to go into stores and yes, shop. I know. We like to touch things. Yeah. Yeah. And Charlotte does the same thing. Women just love to, like, feel things. Yeah. Now, it's hard to say, like, if it, is it just because she's three or if it's, is it because she's a girl? She's just putting things in her mouth. She does not <laughs> do that. I'll put this blouse in my mouth. <laughs> um, but she likes to go through. She likes to shop with me. And um, when I'm trying on stuff, she'll mm-hmm. be like, that looks kind of awesome. She said that? Oh. (laughs) She's so funny. Where are you shopping with her? Can I take her to Nordstrom? That's (laughs) cute. She comes in those big old dressing rooms with me. Anyway, so let's say you're both at a rack, Uh right? And you're like into looking through the stuff. Maybe Uh it's a sale rack. Right. To me, that's therapeutic, looking through those racks, (laughs) trying to find a deal. (laughs) But... Uh. Like you can't you can't hang out there forever. That's true. I see. Like what you're you need to look, decide, move on, gather, mm-hmm. move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially if somebody's like waiting, right? It's almost equivalent of man spreading, right? Mm, sure. Like, come on, you're taking up too much space. Yeah. Move along. Move along, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at at things and the outlets. Have you ever been to, like, the Seattle Mm-mm. outlets? They're Mm-mm. up north. Anyway, we usually go right around Christmas, and which is a terrible time to go because it's so packed. But mm-hmm. it's all part of the season, I suppose. Yeah. And I've been looking at something. So say I'm right here, and I'm looking at something that's, like, a foot away. I've had somebody come and stand right in front oh, of me. Oh, no, ma'am. Yeah. No personal space. That's terrible. No personal space at the outlet. The outlet is, is the purge. <laughs> <laughs> Anything goes. Watch them elbows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might get mixed. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Um, so as a consumer, let me ask you something. So, and that this has stayed with me for a while. So I went into a store called Structure. Remember Structure? Yes, I remember Structure. Isn't that funny? And it I was needed, the guy's version of Express, it was, I think. Yeah. I needed um, an outfit because I was getting pictures taken. And so I ch- grabbed every shirt, every pair of pants, knowing that I was only going to buy one shirt, one pair of pants, right? I left this dressing room a train wreck. It was terrible. Unfolded. I was in a rush. I had to, I had to get out. But I made the purchase. I bought a, you know, my shirt and, my, and my, my pants. And when I left, the worker saw what I left in there, the mess, and he yelled as I was leaving, hey, thanks a lot. <laughs> and I was like, rude. <laughs> and I was like, isn't that your part of your job? Yeah, it <laughs> to is. To like, you know, 
Like, I felt bad, but don't make me feel worse about it. But, I mean, did you just leave, like, piles on the floor and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Okay, I mean, that is a, that's kind of rude. Okay. <laughs> you couldn't I, even, like, put it back on the hang. No, I couldn't. I, I was in a rush. Like, I just say it. <laughs> <laughs> God, I think I would have. I so I I, I des- you're saying I deserved it. Just a I wouldn't have yelled. He yelled. Yeah. Thanks but a lot. <laughs> I would have been upset. I would have talked about you behind your back. I can take that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, speaking of being yelled at, this just came up for me. This is is not a retail thing. Maybe, I don't know. You know when you're at the airport and you take the bus from, like, the... Let's say you park in the off-site parking and, and then you have to take the bus. The child to the terminal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one time I did that and I didn't have any cash for the guy. Oh. And he yelled at me <gasps> as tip? I was as walking away as a tip. That, come on, no. That's, yeah. That's not... That's rude. And how much do you tip in those scenarios? A buck a bag. I yeah. I usually get like two dollars, three dollars. But if what if you're? Uh, I mean, did he take the bag off the bus for you? I specifically took my own bag because I knew I didn't have any money for. Well, him. then he can't expect a tip. If yeah. he takes it off the the shuttle for you, that's a different story. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't get a dollars because you drove me to the place. Like if you know, I think the cur- the courtesy is them actually carrying your bag, and putting it on the curb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was in Philadelphia, and they're a little more aggro over there, I think. <laughs> and my plane had been canceled, so I had to spend the night in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. And so I wasn't even, like, prepared for this scenario. Yeah. And I didn't have any cash. And he literally yelled at me as I was walking what to the What did he say? He was just, like, calling me rude. I don't remember, but it was, like, calling me rude. And then I turned around, and he was like, yeah, I'm talking to you. Ew. And I just turned around and kept on walking. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. But, like, in my scenario, I didn't deserve to get yelled at, but you definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, that Old Navy was at the Mall of America. What is that place like? It's insane. It's, like, dro... It's, it's, it's like, crazy amount of stores. It's terrible. It is terrible. I mean, the one thing they have a Nordstrom there, which is really cute. Yeah. But that's about it. But, like, you can find a Nordstrom at not a terrible place. Not in Minnesota. Oh, that's the only Nordstrom that's, they yeah. have? I think they had one downtown, but I think it closed down. Mm. So that's where you go to get to go to Nordstrom. Um, but they, I think there was a thing that said if you went into every store at the Mall of America and spent 30 seconds there, you'd be in the Mall of America for, for four days. How is that possible? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. How are there that many stores to but there's, go to? There's, there's like a butterfly, like a dead butterfly store. Like who needs a dead butterfly? Well, and who has the rent? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel like when that place opened, all the retailers thought that I went to Mall America. It's a sure thing. And that was sadly a mistake. Yeah. I.e. Sam Goody. <laughs> Remember Sam Goody? Well, those tapes. Tapes and, and CDs. CDs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And posters. <laughs> did you... Yeah, I'm sure you did, because this was, like, such a thing we did in the 90s. And I think people still do it. Just, like, kids go to the mall and walk around. Yes, remember I told you? Me and my friend... I took the bus. <laughs> yes, with your friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me and my friend Jessica would go to the sad little mall in Columbia, and we would dress up, because mm-hmm. we were mostly, like, trying to talk to boys. Mm-hmm. And then the mall was so pathetic. There were, like, no stores there. And so... If you saw guys that you wanted to, like, talk to, Mm -hmm. like, and you would just kind of follow each other around, (laughs) but it wasn't, 
discreet because there weren't that many people there. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And so, and we'd eat lunch at the Great Steak and Fry. I was gonna say, yeah. So like, work in retail, you're you gotta go to the food court. Mm-hmm. I'll get the Great Steak and Fry. Do you remember that Great Steak? Yes, and fry? it Sorry is so this. good. Now I have a craving. I was an Orange Julius fan. We didn't have that. Oh god, it was so good. I love some Orange Julius. What was your go-to for there? Um, Do you remember your order? Well, I mean, it's either the Orange Julius or the Strawberry Julius. Like a drink. It was a drink. You know, yeah. I've never had it. You're missing out. It's just a drink. <laughs> but it's delicious. <laughs> um, but at this, so the Mall of America, I don't remember that they had like amazing places. They never do. But there was like a Cajun place that I liked. Mm. Um, and of course, it was all Chinese people working there. So I was like, this is Chinese food basically, right? It's not Cajun. It's Chinese food. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, that was the Monarch is intense. There's like a friggin' theme park there inside in the middle. Yeah, Charlotte would like that. There's a movie theater. There's like a bunch of like anchor stores. Yeah, it's really weird. When I was working at the coffee shop at the mall when I was in high school, my parents would bring me dinner. They would? On my break. Did yes. you appreciate that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they um you know this is what i this is what i miss about living in like a smaller town because it's just easy to like get from where you live to the mall and uh. it's like easy to park and go in so i would tell them when my break was and they would bring me food and we'd all just like sit my mom and my dad and me i'd of course probably give them some free coffee or something oh, I- <laughs> and we would like and i remember my college the people that i looked up to in college they were always jealous oh. like you're your parents didn't eat food. They thought I was a spoiled little thing, which I was. I mean, they were. <laughs> well, they me weren't food. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. The other place that I worked was Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh. Did you know this? With that discount. I did not know that. With that discount. Did you seriously work there just for the discount? That was a huge part. Of I feel it. like that's why a lot of people work retail. Yeah, for the discount. The I know when I was hiring at Lululemon, people just wanted. A discount because yeah. it's healthy. Right, right. Um, I love Bed Bath and Beyond, y'all. I do. I love all the gadgets. I love all the cooking stuff. Yeah, I can see that. All the comforters you can feel. It's overwhelming. Yeah. There's so much stuff there. I love that there's a joke about their twenty percent off coupon. You know they don't never expire, right? Oh, I did not. Know they that. never. You guys, they never expire. So just collect them. And they'll honor them through the expiration date. It's obviously something that's working for them. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what's the joke? Uh, people are just always talking about like... I save them every single time. Yeah. And <laughs> I see people like there's memes about them or people will go on Facebook and be like, who has a 20% off coupon I can have? Uh-huh. And Well, you know, the gold ones. Because those the ones that you get are 20% off one item. But it's, sometimes in the mail, they'll send you 20% off your entire purchase. What? So when was the last time you went? Um, like a year ago. I haven't been in years. Mm, it's fun. But it hurts my heart because like, I don't need all the stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I worked there. Okay. and um, Yeah, we did a hard sidetrack on that. There was a guy. I don't remember his name, but let's call him Raj. Okay. Is that Raj? Raj was like so lovely. He like took me under his wing. He showed me how to do the register. Gave me like, like little hints to like make it easier. Because he'd been working for like a couple of years. Um, and he taught me like how to count the drawer like they were like specific like they wanted to know even the the coinage which I never have ever paid attention to the coinage you know 
so I think I was working there it had been like a month and um, and like we usually work next to each other at the register and he wasn't there um, and I'm like fired. I was like just waiting he was stealing yes was he really so he came out in handcuffs stop <laughs> yeah so the police were there he was skimming from the top can you imagine uh, uh, I was shocked he was I... stealing and they I think they knew and they're waiting for him to hit a certain amount before they arrested him. So it's, it becomes like a felony oh, or shit. or a misdemeanor, whatever the shit is. Um, but yeah, they let him out in handcuffs as a way to say, we are serious. Employees, do not fuck with us. This is at Bed Bath & Beyond. Bed Bath & Beyond, serious city, y'all, next to Carnage Hot Dogs. <laughs> Wait, how long ago is this? This was a long time ago. Um, 15 years, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, so I was scared. Because, and you've dealt with this, shrinkage. Yeah. Theft, mm-hmm. right? Um, it was the first time I heard that word, shrinkage. How do they know that he was stealing I have no idea. Cash. They didn't tell us. Because it was money, right? It was money, yeah. Not yeah. like Not product, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, they were, it, you know, they made you count the till before and after and report it. So I'm like, how is he stealing? Is it easy to steal in retail? I don't think it is. I don't know. One time, I've had a couple uh, stealing stories, but one time a mom came in and she was just like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Like she had lost her shit somewhere because she was cleaning out her daughter's room Mm -hmm. and she found all this Lululemon that she had not bought her, Mm. nor did she know how her daughter got it. And she was like, she doesn't have the money to buy this stuff. Shit. She's like, she's stealing from you guys. Damn. And she was like, I want you to press charges. <gasps> and I was like, I can't press charges. Right. Like, I don't, I don't she know. She might have got these on eBay. I was like, this sounds like a you, you situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not a me situation. Right. It's a habit convo between you and your daughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, I understand that you're upset, but like, I can't do <laughs> anything about it. It was wild. I mean, she was just like That's frazzled mean. and harried and... <laughs> She, she had was lost, ready to she have, had lost her shit, y'all. She did, and she was ready to have her daughter arrested. Oh my god, <laughs> she was. Did you meet the daughter? No. <laughs> she was like, I just found all of this stuff, and I was like, I'm really sorry to hear that. You're mm. obviously a bad parent. <laughs> <laughs> um. So one of my favorite things working at that Bed Bath and Ben was Celebrity Heaven. Oh my gosh, who did you see? There were so many celebs that came in there. Please tell me. Um. So one of my favorite stories was uh, the point. You know the Pointer Sisters. Yes. I mean, I don't, right. I, I was like, I, I would know who you are, but I don't know you, right? So one of them came and she bought the stuff and she wrote me a check. Well, I didn't know who it was, but I get a check and the policy was I'd have to check ID, right? So I said, oh, can I see your ID with this check? And she looked at me, gave me that side eye, like I should know who she was. And I was like, why is she giving me all this attitude? And then so when I looked at her ID on the end the check, it was Anita Pointer. I was like, oh, you're a Pointer sister. Well, I don't fucking know who you are. <laughs> I, w- she was I would have known. Right? I don't even know if I would have known after I looked at the ID. Um, and then the, the, David Lee Roth came in there once from Van Halen. I mean, everybody needs an, ex- uh, an appliance. But the, the thing is, like... I just think it's, it was so L.A. because, like, people recognized him and one of the managers like, oh, it was, what are you doing these days? Like, oh, you know, work on a new album. I, he hadn't done an album in, like, 15, 20 years. But he has he's always trying. something out on the burner, on yeah. the back burner. So that was funny. I had my celebrity encounters at Lululemon. Oh, you did? One was, 
um, terrible. <laughs> Am I allowed to talk about it on the air? I, I, I hope so. I'll just say a Canadian hockey player. Okay. And he wanted us to give him everything for free. What? Mm-hmm. Go through our corporate office if you want that. And he, somehow, we had to get on the line. How do you even say that to, to someone? I know. He was like, I know Chip Wilson, you know, who's the founder yeah, right. of Blue Lemon. Uh-huh. And he would give me this stuff for free. Well, call Chip then. So we, I had to, like, call my boss, who then had to call her boss, who then had to call Stop their boss. It right now. And we ended up giving him, like, 60% discount. Was he mad about that? No, he was happy, but it... It was like, you can afford it. Right. That's the annoying part. Yeah, totally. So it was pro- It was like, I think I remember $10,000 worth of product that we got paid, like 4000 because of all like, of the discounts we I gave see. them. Yeah. God. Isn't that so annoying? That's douchey. Yeah. Um, okay, this is my favorite one. Um, so remember back in the day when Kirstie Alley was the face of Pier One? Mm-hmm. She was like a spokesperson for them. So I saw her in Cedar City shopping, not at Pier One, but at Bed Bath and Beyond. Ooh. <laughs> and I was like, "How is this happening?" She was like just piling everything in her cart. I was, and I wanted to take a picture. I wonder what she's up to. On my Nokia, but it wasn't gonna is read. She's still around. I, I haven't sh- seen or heard from her in years. I feel like she had something going on recently that I saw. I'm but gonna I have to look her up after we're done. But I just found it so funny that she was like. Doing the commercials for Pier One, but she was not shopping there. Yeah, I don't think Pier One lasted. I, is it is it gone? I think so. Oh, interesting. I don't know that thing. All those things. Do you have anything else? No, that's all of my my rants and gripes. Okay. And that end in short stories, <laughs> anecdotes. Be nice to people that work retail over the holidays, that is true. you guys. Yeah. Unless they're mean to you. Yeah, and you know if you. Gotta leave a pile of clothes on the Don't. floor. floor. There's no reason to mm. do that. If you're in a rush, <laughs> you're so terrible. Maybe forgive the customer too. He didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I shamed you today. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Next week we're talking about keeping up with the Joneses. Mm. So if you have any stories or just experiences that you'd like to share, hit us up at thegreatpodcast at gmail Until then, bye. Bye.